welcome to Dice and Dreary. Last time, the giant faceless statue that hurled fireballs at the group turned out to be nothing more than a wizard who is living in the statue's head. We join the party as they search for the hidden entrance to the library. On the other side, this stone room that has these 20-foot-high ceiling, vaulted ceiling, uh, and there is uh, what you can see, Sprocket, straight ahead is a a black marble railing that uh, uh, enclosing a gold marble staircase that gently spirals down out of your view. And you can see on the far end that there are... uh, these 10 foot tall black marble bookcases and their sh- their shelves are lined with books and scrolls all well preserved there's uh, embroidered rugs and chairs and lit candelabras uh, in here and but yeah you could see that this is just this empty well lit uh, a little bit dusty but uh, it seems to be a library well it looks like we found some information too bad he sucks at finding secret doors. Huh. Which is weird, because it wasn't really that difficult to find. I mean, if you look right here, the outline kind of stands out. And the mechanism clearly goes up past this brick here and around. All of you have he lied to no clue what he's pointing at. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love being sprocket. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, it's going to take me a long time to check the books. Um, should we cautiously look around? Um, should we uh, pass without a trace before we go further? That sounds like a yes. It's the greatest spell ever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll pass without a trace. Let me make sure. I think I think I can get everybody... Um, yeah, I think you can. Yeah, I think we every, determined you each could. creature within thirty feet of me. So, Huddle yeah. Up. Yep. <laughs> um, why don't you give me? Uh, everyone, give me a stealth check and add ten. Twenty nine. Add, add ten to it. Twenty nine. Thirty five. Wow. <laughs> Has anybody seen Esmeralda? Can't find her. <laughs> uh, Hans got a forty or thirty. Thirty. How did 30. Hans beat us? <laughs> <laughs> We're too busy talking. <laughs> well, yeah, that's enough. That's half of you have passed, so everyone is is <laughs> hidden. Um, as you enter in, you can see that there are quite a few shelves, uh, and there there are some gaps in. Uh, there's some gaps in in the uh, bookshelf as as well. Like books have been removed, lost over time, but mostly full. Um, there are six of these j- massive bookshelves, uh, and not a ladder to be found to reach the higher uh, higher shelves. There's about uh, a few hundred well preserved tomes in here. Uh, do do we, I should we have... take a glance around? Um, that figures. I don't have detect magic learned right now. 
But yeah, we should take a cursory look. As you spread out and look across the room, uh, why don't uh, everyone give me a perception check? I have detect magic. Oh, you should oh, uh, use some detect magic. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I will. I think that's a good idea. Did I use it? Yeah, you did. Um, let's see. I think my uh, 1.0 version of Sprocket could cast it at will, but... <laughs> Sprocket, you've changed a lot today. Well, you know, they... Updated the Unearth Arcana, or whatever it was. (laughs) All of the books are radiating a a faint aura of of magic. That's magic. Do you know what what type? Um, That's what I was hoping the book would tell me, and it did not. Okay. Uh, Uh, You learn its school of magic, if any. Yeah. But I don't know what school of magic it is because it. Didn't I'm gonna, I, look, look at Wizards of the Coast. We need to talk. Yeah, you specifically put that as part of the spell, but then you don't actually list it anywhere for any items, and it's really annoying. If you know that's part of the spell. Just put it on everything. Um. So every single book here is magical. All the books. Uh, enchantment. Oh. oh, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> illusion. Oh. Illusion, illusion magic. Wait, so they're not really there? No, the books that's, are there, but they, they're giving off an, uh, that's just why like a fa- faint that's illusion. Why they're, uh, oh, they that's why they won't be able to read the page? Empty. Is the pages yeah. blank? Can I check one? Yes. As you pull one off, the, the cover is blank. The inside pages are all blank. You guys, and, uh, it's a spell. I can't. I can't get through it either. Uh, with yeah, the, same for you, Crethen. You put your hand on it, and it's just blank. Can I arcana it? Um, you can arcana to get some more info, but you don't think arcana will le- allow you to read it. What about speak with animals? <laughs> I don't think that'll work unless you, one of them is a mimic. Hold on, let me write some notes down. (laughs) Okay, uh, now how many books are you going to be looking through? (laughs) Um, I will go for, uh, see if I can find some more info. All right. 21. A 21 for sure. Um, You think think that these books are magically locked uh, to preserve, to protect whatever information is in them. Uh, each book has a command word that, if spoken, will reveal the the text. The witches will know it. What witches? There are three Second of them. Has come up. They said there are three witches that had a secret word that were here before. I guess it doesn't mean that they're here now necessarily, but they were here at some point, and that's all I know. The wizard did say that he didn't see them leave. They're probably still around. So okay, okay. would would there be like if 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 we said like a magic word would like a like we hear like a twinkle on like one of the shelves that would tell us which one we <laughs> we got. I mean, you could start saying words and see. 
Is it the same word for all of them, or is it a different, different word for each one? Y- you think it's a, a different uh, lock on each book. Well, somewhere there has to be a LastPass vault or something, because no one can keep track of all this. <laughs> Hans, uh, Hans says it would it would take a it would it would take a powerful librarian to memorize all of these. Hans, you know what a library is? Of course I do. It's where I read about metal alloys. Oh, I just sort of figure that stuff out as I go. We can just start saying words and like one of it might be the magic word. <laughs> what was what was Strahd's mom's name? It was Raven something. Ravona or something like that? Strahd backwards. <laughs> Did, doesn't Strahd. this place predate Strahd though? Well, but we're looking yes. for stuff about Strahd. That can't predate Strahd. Ravenovia. Queen Ravenovia. Ravenovia. Nothing happens. Man, if I nailed that, I was going to be, I was like, y'all would never hear the end of that. <laughs> is it the, the guy's name? Maybe the guy's name is the password. Maybe that's why he didn't tell us. Rumpelstiltskin. His name. Does not work. So I think we need to talk to the lich. Zan something? Xander? Are there candles on the floor? What is this? Arcanaloth. What's this circle? Uh, which circle? Oh, those are candelabras. Oh, they, the, okay. Yeah, I, I, got candelabras that, I got that, I got that name lit. when that wizard rolled something. <laughs> Crethen <laughs> didn't know that. That was purely me. <laughs> oh, look at all these chairs. Okay. So those are chairs? Yes. Yeah, this is a, a cozy, not cozy, but it's kind of cold, but well lit. Uh, lots of chairs. It's a reading, a library. It's your standard library. Would this uh, be a good we go- place to hang out for an hour? And- um, you do. You you only see the, the, the doorway that you entered, and it's a secret door. Um, so when you close it, it just looks like a wall. All the other do- wall, uh, walls are also like lacking doors. Um, the only uh, exit from this room is the golden spiral staircase that arcs downward into the, the lower floor. I wait for Crethen to volunteer himself to walk down the stairs. <laughs> uh, do we want to rest? Do we want to... Um... So those books that that one guy has, I think he like he's figured out the the words for those books, and I'm kind of wondering if he has the book we're looking for. That certainly makes sense. Should we go talk to him? And um, we could go beat him. it out of him. That's not necessarily my style. I'm I'm more of a kind of you know make massive mistakes and die type of a character. Uh, yeah, it's only happened once. Don't he just goes in here every day and says the words? And then eventually just gets it right and then he takes us to his book hoard? If, like, there's no possible way that we can find this book without... We don't even know which book it is. Like, if we knew which book it was, we could yell words at it for the rest of our lives and probably figure out one. 
<laughs> so what's the plan? Esmeralda. I just wanted to see. <laughs> no, 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 the books were. <laughs> Why do I have the word Vam Brickden written down? Vam Brickden? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. <laughs> um, so what's the what's the plan? You've got do we do we want to rest the doorway you came from? Or you can continue to search the room or uh, the staircase down. Hit points back would be good, but it would also burn up your uh, pass without a trace. Yeah. So we want do we want to keep going and see what we can learn? Wait. So if more? we rest, like my, I get my spell slot back. If you did a long me? rest, you would. If you if you rested just for like eight hours. So that's the benefit of the rest. Yeah, short rest, you can just gain okay. some hit points back. Other than that, it looks like I have... I'm good. Oh, yeah, we did get uh, almost blown up by a fireball, <laughs> so we would get our health back. So that'd be another reason. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I'm thinking I don't want to deal with a lich at half hit points. Uh, Alana uh, says if, if we want to make camp here, we should check below. Make sure it's sealed off. That's, that's a good I'm point. Go. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> there are two I'm down. Hey, Sprocket, hold up. <laughs> as soon as Alana says that, I just start walking toward the staircase. Like, <laughs> I love it. You've become me. <laughs> um, downstairs. Uh, there is uh, a room that I cannot read the number of. There it is. Okay. Um, so What's th- funny this is, is gold- ha- Hans yeah. has different hit points, whether he's upstairs or downstairs. <laughs> I think he's different icon. <laughs> um, so these golden marble stairs uh, and have a black marble railing that hugs the, the wall and it gently spirals down this 30-foot-wide shaft. And down here in the the darkness, um, most of you have have dark vision, uh, so you're able to see, but this uh, dusty uh, vault down here, um, there is uh, six rotting wooden crates that are scattered around this room. Uh, the amber-covered walls are sculpted to look like tentacles that entwine uh, a marble reliefs of kings, queens, and pharaohs, and sultans. Uh, the west, south, and east walls contain alcoves, and standing in each alcove is a tall, rough block of amber. There are two cracks uh, that have opened up in the south wall, and uh, spilling rubble and shattered pieces of amber onto the floor in the southeast area of the room. And that that's all you can see down here. That is a way in and out, right? Is that is it wide enough for somebody to actually get through? Uh, you can't see the other side from this angle, but you think you might be able to squeeze through there one at a time. It's okay, okay Crescent. Those are crates, not coffins. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I'll crate? point to y'all to the crates. Uh, I'll take a look and see if I can look through those the, the cracks, see if I can see what's through there. If y'all want to check out the crates. 
Yeah, Rather, you want to check out the crate. With limited vision to do it. <laughs> um, so you still have your pass without a trace. Right. Uh, is that correct? Correct. Yeah, so you sneak across the floor uh, to the, the cracks there and you peer on through. And what you can see is uh, a room that uh, is kind of your views ex- is kind of uh, obscured by this massive uh, legs of an amber golem that stands with its back towards you, looking out out towards the other the south end of the room, uh, and piled up along the walls of this room are piles of treasure, gold and jewels and. Uh, artwork just in piles along the walls with this amber golem looking over. Do I see a bow? Uh, Not from this angle, you don't. Okay, we're not going in that room then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are we um, investigating these crates before we head back up? Is that what the plan was, Crethen? Oh, dang, that thing looks cool. I just look, yeah. Go do your Um, thing. I'm looking at the, the golem. That looks awesome. Uh, let's see, 40. So the crates here. Um, uh, so you're you're continuing to sneak around this room. Uh, why don't you give me some uh, Esmeralda and whoever else is looking at the crates. Give me a perception check or an investigation, I should say. Okay, let's go to do that. Wow. 28. 28. And what did you get, Esmeralda? I have gotten... An 11. Um, So, Sprocket, as you approach one of these crates, it has the smell of of earth, of dirt, and uh, kind of peeling up or lifting up one of the corners, you see that it's filled with dirt and immediately remember back uh, to Velaki and the coffin maker's attic. And these the crates there were also filled with a similar dirt. Yeah, these are gonna be vampires. Is that why it's so dark here? This nice dark place for the vampires? The six vampires? Mm-hmm. Well Sprocket thinks there might be. Are they big are are like the crates like long enough for them to be laying down? Are they high or the what? Pro- Similar to the ones that uh, were in the similar in size. These are almost identical to the ones in the coffin maker shop. You just missed it as you walked through, Crethen. Okay. Boy, Prockett told me, don't worry, they're not coffins. <laughs> um, but what what are you doing, uh, all of you, with this knowledge? So, Sprocket, um, you know, I'm just going to scatter you around. <laughs> There's more than six of us. Well, there were six of them in uh, Heinrich. Uh-huh. Right, that's right. Yeah. We only okay. kill, could kill three of them in the first round because there were only three of us. But we so could. Esmeralda, with your 11, I think you were you were going to just like rip the, the lid off of one. But Sprocket with his 28 saw that and he, he stopped you yeah. beforehand. Like, just in time. 
Now the problem uh, is if we're loud about this, your uh, little golem buddy on the other side of the wall might be an issue. I don't think he can get through. Something like put those holes there. Now, like, yeah, was this somebody going through these holes or is this just a crack in the... No, this looks like, um, like just damage from time. It doesn't look like it's made of any way. It looks like the, the temple has like shifted a little bit. The crack continues along the floor and stuff. Maybe okay. an earthquake or something in the past. Yeah, I, I don't think this this thing can get through here. I think he's there too. Probably guard that the guard the treasure. It's a good yeah. 10, 15 feet of squeezing through. You know, you'd have to like suck in your gut kind of to get through there. You know, look, it's that, you it's can, that kind of. You speak for yourself. My look, <laughs> I would. I, I have, I have an eighteen strength, and a twenty dexterity. I am like, I am ripped. <laughs> like I'm gonna have to suck in my muscles. That's what I'm gonna have to suck in. Do you think who's ever in these boxes would know some magic words? You want to talk to the vampire spawns? I'm hoping they're vampire spawns and not just full-blown vampires. That would be really bad. <laughs> um, do we want to leave him or we want to kill him? Is there any benefit to killing them? Well, possibly not if we can hurry through the rest. Um, but, you know... If, if we end up having to fight the lich and he calls his friends in, um, that didn't go well last time. I don't know. And if they are remember. vampires, and you know, vampires bad. Hear me out. We have them follow us to the golem. <laughs> the golem takes them out. They take each other out. Uh, we get the gold. Uh, did you say that again? The, I like the way the, you think. The things in the alcoves were. Amber? <laughs> yes. They are uh, these large, rough-hewn blocks of amber. Um, and think, let's see here. You think maybe the vampires are the like local artists? Interesting. Uh, Is there anything in the amber? This is... Esmeralda, you sneak over, just tiptoe quietly so as not to wake the the possible vampires, the Schrodinger's vampires. Um, the Physics reference, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the inside of the these amber stones uh, is this wisp of of black smoke. That's just frozen in, in it in its spot. The heck is that? Hey, talk to my ring. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, um, it's Van Richten, right? Yes, Van Richten. There's like what? this puff of smoke and amber. Like, what the heck is that supposed to be? Ah, uh, yes, I believe those are the dark powers. What, the dark powers of smoke and amber? Yes, uh, research is, is, my research is, there's not a lot out there, but uh, I've been able to determine that 
uh, whatever is wh whoever built this built this place to to house these these dark vestiges these leftovers of some supreme evil sealed away in this amber not just one of them though many okay so we don't want to mess with this amber <laughs> didn't crescent it come doesn't here to talk sound to good yeah uh, yeah, if you said that out loud, I'm going to go over to one and go, Hey, it's me, Crethen. Uh, which one are you going over to, Crethen? Oh, goodness. They're like, they have personalities. East, to the south, and west. Um, south. Uh, to the south, and you're whispering in Yeah. to it. Um, there's There's no response. Is he he's trying <laughs> to talk to a wisp of smoke? Yes. Is what has happened? Is this what I'm witnessing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's not right, the strangest thing we've ever done. <laughs> we 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 leaving them or are we we killing them? I'm thinking. I mean, we Van Richten, we don't want to mess with this, right? Esmeralda, you do have uh, wooden stakes. I mean, yes, I would. <laughs> um, you would have wooden stakes, and you think that you. You probably could do this quietly, knowing. Um, so what you what you all know about vampires is that if they are vampires in here, which you are pretty certain they are, based off of Sprocket's twenty eight investigation, um, and you've all been very quiet, so as not to awaken them. But uh, if you went very carefully, uh, and you would you would have to make stealth checks uh, to make a successful stab at the, the vampire. So it, it would take a stealth check and then an attack with advantage uh, to hit it. And if you did, the vampire is instantly dead. If you miss either of those rolls, then uh, the vampire wakes up. You, you missed your stab. Okay. I know because I'm Esmeralda. People just think I go around killing everyone, but I'm a new Esmeralda. So, I mean, usually a judge, jury, executioner, but I mean, I guess when it comes to vampires, they just, they're doomed, right? They are. Oh yeah. That's your, your, one evil. of your life goals is to like kill vampires. Just, You're going I'll, after the vampire after all. So. I'll back yes. you up if, uh, vampire's bad. I don't mind killing them. Thank you God to handle this. All right, let's do it. All right. So for the first one, who's, who's going to attack? Who's gonna Who's gonna open this up and make the attack, or are like you all gonna honors? do it at the same time? Let's all do oh, yeah, it at the let's same do a, time. Do a countdown. Okay, because because if, if we do it one at a time and then we miss the first one, he's gonna wake up all the other ones, and that's not gonna be good. Wait, we have enough people to get them all at once, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. do this. All right, so uh, uh, definitely Esmeralda and I are gonna take some. Uh, how's everybody else's stealth? Well, everyone has that. Pass without a trace, right? Right, yeah. So I guess I guess the the bigger question is how's everybody else's attack? <laughs> yeah, I think I think we don't even have to do the stealth check because you can easily if you're doing it all at once, um, you all quietly lift the the lid off, set it set it aside. There's just this open box of dirt. Esmeralda, you've handed out the wooden stakes to all of them uh, to to everybody. And uh, 
everyone just make uh, an, a basic attack roll. And uh, with advantage, and the score to beat is going to be... Hold on, hold on. Um, score to beat is going to be 15. Oh, crap. Okay. Um, is a stake a uh, finesse weapon? Yeah. My yeah, strength's sure. pretty lacking. Right, yeah. You said with advantage? Yeah, just use one of your current weapons. Like, whichever okay. one is, is the best attack. Just go ahead and use one well, of those. My magical weapons are my best attack, but... Han's got a 28. No goody. I got a 13. A 13, so that's one. I got a 26. 26. Esmeralda, go ahead and make an attack. Did I click on the wooden stake? Or? No, you can just click on, like, a sword or something. Just any attack. Like in my list of item Ooh. name? Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Alana. Did <laughs> I do that? Oh, yeah. 25. Oh, 26. Yeah, with advantage. So, yeah. Everyone but Sprocket uh, stabs into their boxes, and there's just a, a fountain of blood out of uh, each of them as you do that, as this horrible scream, and you see the the faces of the these vampires uh, emerge from the dirt screaming out as the this black blood curdles in their mouth and then they fall limp uh, except for sprockets uh, sprocket you must have been too too preoccupied uh, and you missed and yours uh, jumps out at you and uh, is going to make an attack a uh, surprise attack here with one of its claws. Um, does a 10 hit you? Probably no. not. I All right. that surprised. <laughs> Everyone roll advantage. Or, excuse initiative. me, initiative. Uh, so that'd be on your sheet. Ooh, that's real. 14's low for me. We're all rolling low in the Empire did not. So many initiatives to roll. I am not going first. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like still looking at my crate going, all right, good job, everybody. Well, let's, uh, let's deal with these dark power things. Oh, there's a vampire. <laughs> Gizmo is actually first. <laughs> first to action uh, is Gizmo is going to just leap towards this vampire that just swiped at you, Sprocket, in, uh, in, def in defense of you um, and misses with a six. Uh, Gizmo is just harmlessly barking. Uh, Alana, uh, having just slain her uh, vampire, um, is going to uh, take a stab at Yeah, she's uh, used to be driving out. Yep. Short Open sword. Physical, she knew I'd screw up. 26. Ooh. So, uh, 2d6 plus 4. 12 damage. Whoops. Hold on, that's not right. There we go. Okay. Um, so, uh, she stabs this thing. Uh, Blue, you're across the room. I say I called you Blue. Esmeralda, you're across the room. <laughs> Uh, you hear the, 
the sounds of all these vampires dying, except for one that is attacking Beautiful Sprocket. Beautiful sound. Uh, you turn around and you can see about 20 feet away is this vampire half out of this box, swiping and clawing at Sprocket. Not on my watch. <laughs> what are you going to do? So 20 feet away, I got the crossbow. Wait, does he, do you need to hit them with the stake or... Uh, you can, you know, you can deal damage to them to reduce them to zero. Uh, you know, you can kill them normally, but then you have to stick a stake in them to keep them from coming back. Okay. So I need to make crossbow since I'm so far away. Okay. Take your shots. 27 is a hit. Uh, and then you can just click in the chat there on hand crossbow in the chat window and it will roll your damage. Six damage. All right. Are you staying put? You can now move as well. So are you going to stay where you are or move in closer, move to cover? What are you going to do? I think I move toward the vampire. Okay. So you're going to charge for run forward to come up side by side. Um, Eugene and uh, Gregor are... Uh, you know what? I'm going to roll for them to see how terrified they are. <laughs> uh, Eugene, very terrified. Gregor, Gregor's not bad. terrified at all. Gregor, Gregor has consistently been just the man. And Eugene, not so much. Uh, Gregor is going to take a swipe at the, at the vampire. Eugene is just too terrified. Gregor misses. And it's the vampire's turn. Uh, this vampire is pulling itself out of the, the wooden box of dirt. And uh, let's see here what happens. Some of the wounds on it, you can see heal up. And uh, as it pulls itself out, it's going to attack you again, Sprocket. Uh, this time it's going to make both of its attacks, which is... Uh, Claws first. Does a 21 hit you? Yes. Uh, so you take nine damage and uh, give me a, uh, a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Can't click on that. I got to click on it. 16. 16. So you managed to twist yourself out of this vampire's grip as uh, sh she goes to bite down and misses you. Crethen. You are up across the room. Sprocket is being attacked by this uh, this vampire. What are you going to do? Okay, I'm going to get in a lot closer. Okay, and move on in. Yep. And then uh, I'm raising up Lance. Lance! Huzzah! You with me, buddy? This is what I was made to do. I was casting Crusader's Mantle. That is going to be a holy power aura with a 30-foot radius around me, and our attacks are going to add 1d4 radiant damage. Nice. Nice. And then Bear Gurn is going to swoop in and assist, uh, uh, help Sprocket uh, by kind of getting into his face and letting Sprocket do his thing. All right. Bergern is uh, 
Crethen's falcon. Uh, <laughs> Esmeralda's that, like, oh, that, you have a falcon. That's for Esmeralda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sprocket, you are up. This thing is in front of you. Getting ready to lunge. What are you going to do? So are we still worried about sound? <laughs> Not so much anymore. It screamed a lot. Uh, it's yeah. echoed through here. All the all of these things gave out blood curdling screams. So uh, sound that's already been very loud. Perfect. Then my weapons will go boom and <laughs> I get advantage on the first one. Is it next to Bergen? Yeah, Bergen. Yeah, Bergen. Yep. Advantage on the first one. Ooh, that's good. good. That's yeah, 20 is a hit. Nine magic. And then uh, be sure and add your 1d4 on any hits. Okay, I'll uh, roll uh, fours after. Yep. Uh, second one was eight non-magic. That hits. Third wow. one was a 25 for 10 magic. Wow. Oh, 3d4. And nine more. Nice. And that's radiant. That's radiant damage. Okay. Which I'm um, hoping will stop his <laughs> regeneration. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to dodge roll around it. Okay. Hans, uh, seeing this thing staggered back uh, as each of those bullets, uh, those, those shots fired, uh, the, the muzzle flash was much brighter than normal. Thanks to, uh, Crethen's empowerment and uh, just kind of each each blast lit up this room, uh, knocking this thing backwards and staggering the, the vampire. Uh, and that's when Hans swoops in um, and he is going to. Uh, where is Hans? There he is. He's going to make his strikes. An 18 is a hit. For seven. Didn't we and give him some silvered knuckles? 16 is a yeah, hit we for did. seven. Yeah. It's factored into here. And he'll get uh, the, the, the D4s as well. Oh, that's right. So seven, seven, and then two D4. Whoops. And then three. Uh, Hans just starts pummeling this vampire. Uh... You can see just like it's uh, thick black blood starting to come out of, of cuts uh, on its on its face. And uh, Gizmo, again, uh, is going to try and bite at this thing, uh, grabs its leg and just starts like viciously shaking. Uh, does, does Gizmo get the D4? Because that'd be amazing if like there's like radiant energy coming out of his teeth. Yes, everyone gets it. <laughs> Gizmo's got this this radio. Oops, I, I rolled two, so we'll just take the four. Uh, Gizmo, there's just this li- this like light coming out of Gizmo's mouth uh, as Gizmo is latched on to this vampire's leg. Um, Alana's going to stab at it again with her sword, uh, and that is a hit and a hit. So that is 2d6 and then 2d4. 
six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven total damage to this thing. I'm just beating it down to within an inch of its life. And blue, I said blue again. Esmeralda, you were <laughs> Esmer. You were charging at this thing. Uh, it's it's staggering there, kind of almost knocked out. Uh, what do you do? As you stab charge it with forward. the stake. Good enough All right, momentum. why don't you give me just a just an attack there, just a sword attack. We'll use that as the stake. That is a hit, and you stabbed your this stake right into its heart, and it bursts into uh, ash and just kind of falls to a pile on the ground, and then it's quiet again. Except that I pick up Lance and I go, nicely done, Lance. Huzzah, hero! <laughs> like I said, I was made to do this. <laughs> That's literally the best that spell has ever worked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dice and Dreary. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to our guests, Paul and Ken, and our special guest, Blue Velvet, playing Esmeralda. And thanks to the Techno Funk Boy for the music in this episode.